It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, everybody. Welcome back inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is a rapid reaction practice board. I don't know. It's a Heisman Trophy appreciation uh, brought Send to off. you by Byers. <laughs> Send off. Yeah, brought to you by Byers Auto. Uh, that's Tim May, Spencer Holbrook, and I am Austin Ward. CJ Stroud. Uh, available when talking for the first time since uh, Ohio State got a Rose Bowl bid and the first time since they came up short of their championship goals against Michigan. But the individual awards have rolled along. You can tell uh, you know, C.J. Stroud's still a little bit in shock at the Heisman Trophy trip that he will get in two days. Hmm. Uh, a clean sweep of the uh, top Big Ten awards that he was eligible for. Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year, Big Ten Quarterback of the Year, Big Ten Freshman of the Year. It's a long list. The guy had a remarkable season, and it's pretty crazy how far he's come since... He was, I just talked to them a minute ago, checking his phone at halftime of the Minnesota game and seeing a lot of questions about why he should be out there. And that was one of the triggers that maybe he needed to turn that stuff off. Yeah, and, and to think of where he was then and you know that, that late over the middle pass he threw for an interception that you thought that game might get sideways to now the, the decisions that he made against Michigan State and the, even the decisions he made against Michigan, which you know he, he played really well in that game despite being sick. Yeah. The growth that he showed for you know that 12-week span is among the most remarkable things that you could see because he was a deer in the headlights. Now that we can look back on it and reflect a little bit, and I think that's what he's doing is, you know, he was almost a deer in the headlights when it came to his first start on the road. That crowd was pretty raucous, even though it was just a Minnesota crowd that you don't really expect that from to now being able to go into the big house and at, at different points, you know, in that first half, silence 110,000 people with that incredible throw to Garrett Wilson and some of the things that he was able to do. Uh, it, it's just remarkable how much he's grown in the last, you know, three months. Yeah, and by the way, I think he only had silence about 80,000 because it looked like about 30,000 or so <laughs> were Ohio State fans. But, uh, but you know, you're exactly right. But, you know, th this is the thing we talked about at the beginning of the year, if you remember, at the beginning of the season is, You've got to let these guys grow. You've got to let these guys mature. First-time starters being thrust into a situation of driving this car, this beautiful machine that's known as Ohio State offense. And I thought he drove it with a plum as, as, the, as the year went on and learned where all the buttons were. And, you know, he was asked, obviously, in his press conference, what is it about this offense and Ryan Day that gets guys to the Heisman, at least Heisman finals? Well, it's all you got to do is – pull the right triggers at the right time and you're going to get stats, you're going to get wins, you're going to get uh, touchdown passes, etc. And he got much, much better at that as the year went on and, you know, and we haven't even seen the best of him yet. I think you agree with that. But what, a, what an honor to get invited to New York City with an, another first-year starter in Bryce Young. He's, mm -hmm. Bryce Young's probably the odds-on favorite, you know, if you look at all the betting yeah. houses. And then uh, Pickett, the Pickett kid from, uh, from uh, Pittsburgh and then Aiden Hutchinson. But yeah, this Boy, you know, to think you're going to get back next year, you know, a lot of people take this for granted. I don't think he's taking this for granted at all. He understands this is a special moment in his career. That was a pretty special glimpse at Tim May's Heisman Trophy ballot, I think, that yeah. Kenny Pickett slipped in and mentioned there. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, he's not allowed to talk about that. No, uh, I'm not allowed point. to say who I voted, yeah, you know, right. where. Until but... Saturday at 8 p.m. when it goes out. I think that a lot of this, and we've talked about his development and the things that he went through in September and, and C.J. Stroud growing and developing. And when you say that we haven't seen the best of him, how could we? I, you know, last year, his true freshman year was so unusual and yeah. just 
you know, Ohio State trying to even get on this field was a chore. So there weren't going to be a lot of reps for him to go around. Jack Miller was still around at that point. They're trying to juggle that development, if they can even get them some snaps behind Justin Fields, which was a just a big, massive challenge. None of that happened the way it was supposed to. And then you look at spring, obviously he took that job. We said all along that C.J. Stroud was going to be the starter for this team. Um, you said all along. Okay, I, you were steadfast. I said you know, all along. I kept I, thinking there was competition. I, just, I wanted to bring you into the mix, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it, uh, you're right. But the, the fact that there was that uncertainty and that you wanted to you know, spread the reps around, well, that's not going to be the case moving forward. C.J. Stroud is definitively yeah. the guy. He's a Heisman Trophy finalist now. He's going to be coming back uh, with a lot of weapons. Now, not his best weapons, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, you know, one for sure, one most likely. You know, they'll have to replace some of that. The offensive line will be a little bit different. But now you don't have to worry about surrounding a young quarterback with a bunch of talent and then letting that car, as you say, you know, need somebody to just hold on to the wheel and make sure it doesn't spin off the road. This yeah. guy can now do some of that stuff on his own. Yeah, and instead of surrounding, you know, a young quarterback with proven talent around him, you're surrounding unproven talent around a veteran quarterback who should be the favorite next year to win this award. Uh, you know, he's got everything in front of him. I, well, Bryce well, Young's got to be think back. The, I think the reigning Heisman Trophy favorite will have something. Yeah. But, well, they don't usually give it to the same guy twice. I think this building knows well, a thing or two about that. Or just ask Archie Griffin. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, he's going to be one of the favorites again next year. But to have this experience and I think to, to not win it and go this year might be a benefit to him because he does fuel, fuel himself on, you know, the naysayers, the doubters, uh, in a way, the, the, the talk about him. He says he doesn't hear it, but everybody hears it you know it's just a a fact of of the game and so I think sitting there being able to take all this in knowing what he did this year being able to sit back and and maybe think about his accomplishments while still having the best yet to come I think is going to be a huge blessing for CJ Stroud and I think it's going to be great for the people in this building to know that that kind of talent is coming back next year. That's one of the more intriguing things about him. I mean, the great players I, I consider him great now I mean you know he's a Heisman finalist yeah uh you know, that criticism that you hear, you know, from somebody in class or from somebody on the street or on, on the internet mainly now yeah. uh, can either destroy you or fuel you. And it clearly fueled him. And, you know, you were asking him about it earlier. And it's going to be an intriguing uh, read to what read that story. <laughs> but, the, you know, uh, and the thing that always has come through on him and he's steadfast, he's consistent, is his faith. You know, is mm-hmm. uh, you have to believe, you know, believing in God is also kind of having faith that someone believes in you if others don't, you know? And I think that fuels a lot of these great players. And the way he stepped up after having the flu the week of the Michigan game, you know, we one of Michael Jordan's great games ever, you know, was with the flu. Yeah. You know, I mean, great guys step up and no matter what else is going around them, what's swirling around them, they step up and, and do the, you know, Ohio State did not lose that Michigan game because of C.J. Stroud. There were a lot of other factors involved, but I thought he stood. Yeah, I thought he stood tall in that game, despite everything going around. That's why I'm really intrigued going into this Rose Bowl. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
how he's going to react and how this team is going to react. I'm jumping ahead of myself with that one. But like you said, you know, the the good to average players let that that criticism get in, right? Get to them. The the great ones let it poke them, let it prod them, and then they take that that experience and and run with it. And I think that's where you're seeing from C.J. Stroud. Maybe you saw the opposite of that before that Akron game when he was you know when he was on the bench. Uh, maybe it was getting to him a little bit, but after that, I think he's kind of let it poke him, let yeah. it prod him. But instead of run with it, he more he more passed with it. Yeah, and now he's <laughs> wow. Okay. And now he's really just you know, bringing he, that full circle. He has really run with it, and he's, he's yeah. let it fuel him rather than let him bring him down. And I think that's one of the special things about. Well, I this think year. the key is <laughs> controlling the spigot to how much you see, and yeah. you know, I've talked about him, not talked with CJ, not just today, but several times over the last couple of weeks and when he's saying that he's turning that off he is he if you want to be and i know it's hard and i was having this conversation with somebody else at ohio state uh, recently like these kids tim you and i maybe more than spencer know what it's like to not be getting everything brought to you on your phone yeah. your whole world being tied up in that they've cj stroud's whole life has been uh, all these social media apps and Facebook and, and Twitter and, and Instagram, that's just been a part of the way that he was raised. Yeah. And it's difficult to turn that off, but that's also where completely, completely random people are able to go directly communicate with him and say things that may or may not match reality. Yeah, and, and they wouldn't say to his face. And that's why I've asked him, you know, I, I would like him to, I'm trying to get him to talk about that more publicly because it's that's the hardest part about dealing with the pressure of this job. It's already so hard. Yeah. You don't need to make it harder. Yeah. And that's what was happening in September. And lots of other players, former players that we would talk to, you know, for Buck IQ, for Letterman Live, would be like, he's going, Cardell Jones would say, he's going into the press conference and he's trying to respond to people on Twitter. Like, it doesn't matter. No. Like, you have to go play and turn off your phone, and he did that. Yeah. And I think that's the part. Coaches are going to challenge you, as you said, Spencer. The pressure of the job, the fans, they're going to cheer or boo. That's all part of the game. You don't have to make it more difficult. And I think he was doing that early on. And that, and that's something that you learn how to do with time. JT Barrett had to do that. Yeah. Dwayne Haskins had to do that. Justin Fields had to do that. Everyone. Cardale Jones, they've all had to. That's why I wrote that story near the end of the regular season about his preparation. You remember Garrett Wilson had, had those great quotes about him, too, but just about how, I mean, this guy – I think, you know, I had his, his former high school coach on in my podcast before the season started about how he went through the preparation process. And, and like he said, it, it isn't so much whether you like doing that or not. It's like it's required in his mind to get to that next level. Yeah. You've got to know what's coming, you know. And uh, the way he embraced the preparation part of it just bodes well, has always embraced it bodes well for him down the road, you know, whether he's in the NFL or not, I think he will. Yeah. Uh, but that just shows you what this guy's all about. It's, but the thing about, like you were talking about, though, the social uh, media, you know, that's a lot of these young people. I mean, I've got kids who've grown up. It's part of their community, mm -hmm. for want of another term anymore. Yeah. You know, that's the way a lot of people communicate. And, right. and it's, it's really bad when suddenly people in that community who you don't even know are throwing darts at you. And, uh, you know, you can run with it pardon the expression, yeah. or not. And, you know, I think it fueled him. I think that's where you saw it turn 
even after a loss, I think you can see a little bit of a turn there. I think it was the difference between C.J. Stroud responding to some of those people and C.J. Stroud just showing a little bit of raw emotion. You know, we didn't really see a lot of emotion. Maybe a little bit after a couple of those wins, he was smiling a little more, becoming more uh, comfortable in the press conference. Even after a loss, though, you know, he was willing to to kind of share like I was sick, like this this happened, this yeah. this certain thing happened. Whereas before, it was more so like I don't care what other people say. I'm you know I'm just trying. I'm doing my best. Um, of course, always reminding us about his faith and, and telling us, you know, that that's at his core. But I think after that Michigan game, you saw a little bit of a turn. And then today when he talked to us, it was really the first time that you could truly see, you know, the kind of person he is. You know, yeah. not trying to dissect, you know, what did you see on that third down? What was the – take right. us through that play on the touchdown to Chris Olave. Like, you know, CJ would, would probably rather talk, you know, in this kind of setting, I'm sure. Yeah. And so have not – having to respond to those kind of critics right now, it really opens your eyes to exactly who throw CJ that, is. I want to throw this out at you too, though. You know what he really did? He embraced, he knew he was blessed this year. We were talking about the automobile he's driving. Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I mean, you know, there are going to be three receivers at Ohio State next year. They're going to all be pretty good, you know. But this was a, a agreed, yeah. a rare moment. I thought he wrung that towel out about as well as you could. What do you think? And wouldn't you like to see that? <laughs> wouldn't you like to see that one more time? I mean, that sixty-four those, more yards for Chris Olave. Right. C.J. Stroud has helped them to three one-thousand-yard receivers. So I right. Think, I think he did a pretty decent job. Well, wouldn't you like to see that one more time? I mean, oh, yeah. uh, I would. Yeah. I mean, the guys that are next in line are five stars. And, yes, I know. And high four stars as well. And uh, you don't want to say well, you have to be as good as Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. That will be the expectation. You know the Jackson Smith and Jigbo. But this was a special more. group, I guess. You that's know. the point. Yeah. They're veteran guys that were proven, and that's a lot to put on the plate of a Julian Fleming, a Marvin Harrison, a Mecca Ebuka, Jaden Boward. Those guys are, are are capable of that. Sam Wiggles. Yeah, <laughs> throwing in throwing in Sam Wiggs out there. Uh, for he did. The he Rose threw Bowl. him in. Or yeah. CJ Stroud yeah. did. So, you know, that was a special group, and the pressure will be on. And CJ Stroud now. That's what I was talking about earlier. He will have to bring those guys along yeah. to that level where it's possible you could look at what Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave did this year and Jackson Smith and Jigba, and they eased him and pulled him along. Now that order will be reversed, and it'll be a Heisman Trophy finalist that will be doing it, and that will carry a lot of weight. Uh, again, the offseason is not actually here yet, though it sounds like it. Uh, Ohio State's got the Rose Bowl. C.J. Stroud excited to go back to California after he's done in New York City and play in that Rose Bowl against Utah. We'll have as much coverage as we can possibly bring you at LettermanRow.com. That's Tim May and Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. Thanks for joining us. This has been a Heisman Report brought to you by Byers Auto. We'll see you next time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.